A Higher Things Reflection for Thursday of the fourth week of Easter, May the 4th, 2023. For this is a gracious thing, when, mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if, when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 19-21 through 21. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Our reading for today really needs to be read in context to be properly understood. It comes in the midst of what is known as a household code, where Peter uses the normal structure of society to talk about Jesus. Greco-Roman culture was all about structure and order. Everyone had their ordained part to play, and if they did not play it, then society did not function. In our case, he is specifically addressing household servants who may continue to suffer unjustly simply because they are Christians. Christianity itself was seen as a challenge to the social order because it was thought to encourage people to act outside of their established roles. What Peter is getting at is that their faith did not change their status in society. Becoming a Christian did not mean that they were free to walk away from a bad situation. They were to continue to live out their roles, even if that meant serving an unbelieving or even an evil master. Their faith did not merit them special treatment. If they suffered because of their faith, it was because of the paradigm that was set by Jesus. His suffering was the model for theirs. Another way to put it would be to say that their suffering was not an accurate reflection of their status before God. The evil that they had to endure was not a reflection of their eternal destiny. This may be an especially hard passage to read in our time and place, where unjust suffering seems to be un-American. The focus of our society is on individual rights and equity, and yet Christians continue to suffer just because they are Christian. Peter's message to the Christians of his time is the same message that he has for you. Your faith has not changed your place in society, but it has changed your place in eternity. No matter what happens here, you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let us suffer here with Jesus, and with patience bear our cross. Joy will follow all our sadness. Where he is, there is no loss. Though today we show no laughter, we shall reap celestial joy. All discomforts that annoy shall give way to mirth hereafter. Jesus, here I share your woe. Help me there your joy to know. LSB 685, verse 2. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Can sacred music have meaning apart from words? In Lutheran Music and Meaning, author Dan Zager demonstrates that even beyond the text, there is power and meaning in the very composition of music itself. Dive into the theological meaning in the Lutheran Liturgical Church Service, learning how word and music unite to boldly proclaim the gospel. Lutheran Music and Meaning by Dan Zager, now available from Concordia Publishing House.